honestly. Crunching and munching. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> nice. Welcome. A nice tonal burp. <laughs> that wasn't my burp. I don't, no. I don't know. I think it's like Oh, it's no. <laughs> um, welcome back to another episode of Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. And that was Zoe. My mouth is so dry from this pretzel. <laughs> These pretzels are making, making me thirsty. thirsty. A little, little Seinfeld humor for you. <laughs> not everyone will understand. So, whole show. Not, uh, not everyone's seen, but. Oh, here we are to provide you with that content. You're welcome, BB. You're welcome. Sensual. It was. It was a sensual crunch. I was fed. How are you? I'm okay. I'm munching on some munchies. Munching on the munchies. Living my best life. How are you? I'm good. I'm also doing the same. The room is significantly cooler than it was the last time we were in here. I don't feel like I'm melting right away, which last time I was like, oh, this is going to be warm. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, like, we're good. We're chilling. We're munching. Munching and crunching. We're living our best lives. Our shared best life. Our shared best life. Mm -hmm. I would say. It was your birthday. How was that? <laughs> How were all your birthday festivities? They were fine. Um, I'm sorry. You just said that you I know, weren't. but my butt is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I turned the big 2-5 the other day. Well, yesterday, yeah. but at the time that we're recording this, <laughs> it was yesterday. When you guys listen to it, who knows? Um, it could be months ago. Could be. Yeah, the big 2-5, so that's... Uh, a thing. Um, I feel like normally I'm, like, very jazzed about birthdays. Mm-hmm. Like, I love celebrating my birthday. Y'all know, like, I Logan Palooza. Like, That's real. Multiple years running now. Um, but this year I just, like, couldn't really get very enthused about my birthday. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like, I went out with friends and stuff, and then, like, I took the day off, like, yesterday and treated myself to a spa day. Um, but I don't know, 25 is a weird age, um, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I, it just feels very, like, oh, like, I'm in my mid-20s now. Like, I can't kind of be like, oh, I'm in my early 20s. Yeah. I feel like I could still kind of, like, pass that off when I was 24, but now that I'm 25, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I feel like I need to have everything sorted, and I'm like, I don't! Yeah. So, what does that mean for me? That's exactly it, though. Like, I, I'm just like, okay, like, I'm 25, like, what have I done? Yeah. That's how, yeah. You've done a lot, though. I mean, like, I don't know. I think you're a very accomplished person. It's obviously all relative, and, I mean, I don't like having to compare myself to other people, and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people, and also, age is not an indicator of anything. It doesn't, you know, there's no guide that says you have to have completed or mm-hmm. accomplished this many things by the time you're 25 or whatever but I don't know it's a weird age I feel like I'm kind of like just floating, floating through life yeah. um so yeah uh 25 <laughs> quarter of a century a, a crisis yeah um I wish I had something like profound per se <laughs> about turning 25 but I really don't. It's just weird. It's weird because now it's like I'm beginning the second half of my 20s. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be 30 in five years. That's scary. That's literally, like, exactly how I felt on my birthday. Because I remember when you asked me about how my birthday was, I was like, you know, it was a birth. 
Like, yeah. a panic just set in the day I turned 25. Mm. That wasn't there before. No. Like, at that level, there was always a panic. Well, yeah, I think, it's like, me. your baseline is just panic. panic. Yeah, it was just kind of like, I hadn't really given it a lot of thought. And my birthday was getting closer and closer, and I was like, whatever. Wasn't feeling super celebratory, because I'm like, okay, it's like kind of like a big birthday. Like, yeah. 25 is a big deal. My dad's dead. Just a lot of those mm-hmm. feelings. And then... I, like, normally I don't, like, get affected by, like, ages. Like, yeah. I've never had a birthday prior to this where it's, like, the age has been a big deal to me. Then all of a sudden, 25, I'm just like, holy shit, like, what What am I yeah. doing? What am I supposed to be yeah. doing? Like, what have I done? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know, That's man. It's scary. It's scary, and so much pressure is put on just from, like, everything. And it's like, no one is going, like, I, but it just feels like everyone is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you don't want to compare yourself to everyone, but, like, that's kind of just how things are. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the world that we're living in, where there's, like, I have no choice. It's definitely easier said than done. And it's, like, you know, I'll have days where it's, like, oh, I think I'm, like, in a really good place in terms yeah. of, like, what I've done. It's, like, I went to school, and I graduated, and I'm working, and, yeah. I, like, now I, like, I'm living away from home yeah. again. So it's, like, those are all exciting things. But then it always feels like, well, no matter what I'm doing, there's always somebody yeah. out there that's, like, doing something even better. And I just feel like for us specifically, well, I'm sure, like, for other people, too, but I just feel like a lot of the people that we went to high school with, mm-hmm. it's, like, have all moved outside of Toronto, mm-hmm. so it just feels like things are cheaper outside of Toronto, yeah. that's just a fact, <laughs> and it's just, like, people we know or knew have houses, they're getting married, mm-hmm. some have babies, it's just, like, I'm, like, huh? <laughs> that's the thing. It's, like... You know, I, yeah, I just feel like there are, like, a lot of people that I knew that, like, did things, like, earlier, like, than I'm mm-hmm. doing them, and it's, like, not even things that I want to do, like, get married yeah. or have kids, like, I have no interest in that right now, yeah. but it's just, like, there is part of me that's, like... Am I supposed to be doing that right Am now? I supposed to be doing that? I'm 25, I mean, like, you know, people with uteruses have a biological clock, yeah. so it's just, like... Well, you know, if I do want to have kids, like, More do I need to start of, thinking about yeah. that? I mean, like, it's just, I, I know it's still very early on. Like, but, you know, but it's just, like, again, the pressure from outside I just crazy. And I just hate, like, being a woman and, like, having those extra things to, like, worry mm-hmm. about or think about. I just feel like if you're, like, not a person with a uterus, then it's, like, you just, you don't have to worry yeah. about those, like, literal biological, like, timelines things. that you have. Yeah. I'm just having, like, a crisis because I turned 25. Yeah. No, it happens. Like, it happens. (laughs) It happens. It's. You know, and it's, like, I see people, it's, like, yeah, like, I have, like, a full-time job right now. But then I see people who, like, love their jobs and, like, can't relate. Yeah. I see people that I really dislike having really cool jobs, and I'm, like, am I a bad person? And you're getting good stuff, and it's been me this whole time. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. I feel like you and I have this conversation a lot because we hate a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but it, it really, like, good things happen to bad people all, all the, the time. time. And it's mm-hmm. like, I know, like, life isn't fair. Like, I get that. But at a certain point, you're just like, come on! Like, come on. There are just some people that it's like everything goes right for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like they never really have to, like, work or struggle for anything Mm -hmm. that's like why (laughs) just handed hand yeah and then it's like such a cool sort of life you get Mm -hmm. to lead because things just get delivered to you or because you're the sort of personality that's like i deserve this so i'm gonna get it and here's why i mean here's the tea like this is why, like, social media, I think, is, like, especially, like, toxic, mm-hmm. or can be, because, you know, you're on Instagram, and you see what people want you to see, and stuff like that, and so it's really easy to look at somebody and go, oh my god, this person has a really cool condo downtown Toronto, yeah. like, that's amazing, but, you know, what you don't know is that that person's parents, their mommy and daddy bought mommy. that condo for them, so they had somewhere to live during school, and they actually lived there rent-free for years. Yeah. And it's only, like, just recently that they've started paying rent for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this whole time they've been passing it off. It's like, oh, this is in I'm my so place. And, like, you know, this is, you know, so great. And, like, I'm just living my best life. 
So I would love for someone to personally buy me with I just that seems to be a thing that keeps happening. It is. It's, <laughs> it's very interesting. Um, and again, it's like whatever. Like if your family is in a position to do that for you, that's amazing. I mean, like I wish everyone had yeah. parents that could buy them condos. It's just not the case. And I just think like that if that is like the reality that you're living, it's like maybe just be a little bit more transparent about mm. that because it is. I think super um, like discouraging for somebody yeah. to, like, look at that and be like, well, why am I not doing yeah. that? And it's like, well, because you don't have the full story. Yeah. Like, yeah. somebody's mom or dad or aunt or uncle is, like, financing this yeah. for them. Yeah. It's just, like, very privileged. Yeah. And just, like, still somehow pretending that you're, like, not. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, I've had to, like, I don't know my voice got so quiet, like, I'm on NPR. I'm like... It's just like um, we're just having a really nice chill it's episode. Just we're like taking it easy, baby. Even though we started with crunching food and burping <laughs> the microphone, we've settled since then. What was I saying? Just like it just—I don't know where I was going with it. It's just frustrating mm-hmm. to watch people be like, "Look what I've accomplished," and it's like, "Look what I've accomplished," but also here are all the things I got to help me get there Mm -hmm. yeah I think um yeah I feel like I was gonna make a point like as you're saying that and then I now (laughs) um yeah it's like you know be proud of your accomplishments and all of that that's great but also acknowledge the privilege that got you there um you know it's like not everyone has the privilege of going to post-secondary education um, not everyone has the privilege of living in a condo in downtown Toronto, you know, that they don't have to pay for. Yeah. Um, not everyone has the privilege of being a cisgender white woman. Like, yeah. it's just... And All these things play into it. But then I feel like so often it's these people that, like, have this immense amount of privilege that then also like to sit there and be like... But, check but, your but yeah, like, check your privilege. Like, this is why I'm oppressed. Yeah. And it's like, if you have to, like... If you have to, like, dig for reasons why you're oppressed, like, you're probably not. Like, yeah. did you hear the weird, like, whistling? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a bird. I think there's a bird. <laughs> there's a bird in the room. <laughs> it also reminds me, like, it's not at all, like, the same thing, but it just, like, reminds mm-hmm. me of when, like, people like Kim Kardashian on, like, Instagram mm-hmm. would be, like, promoting something where they're like oh this like fitness like workout whatever or this like tea helped me lose all this weight and then behind the scenes they have people cooking for them they mm. have nothing else to do all day but workout it's the same kind of thing where it's like this is what you're showing but this is all the behind the scenes stuff that really changes how it is perceived by people yeah no it's exactly it it's like well Kim and her new like shapewear line oh it's just heavens. like Okay, but, like, shapewear is not the reason that the body that you have looks looks the way that that it does. Like, you have plastic surgeons Mm -hmm. and dietitians Mm -hmm. and personal trainers. Like, those are the reasons why you look the way that you do. A pair of knockoff Spanx ain't gonna do it, Kim. Not gonna do it. But, That's the thing, like, especially celebrities. Like, I have no problem with plastic surgery. If you want to do something to your face or body, that's your call. I don't care. But when it's, like, people, like... Kylie Jenner Mm -hmm. specifically too it's like that's not puberty all the way Mm -mm. that made your glow up happen and that's fine but don't like pretend that it is because then there's like 12 year old girls being like it's not happening for me I'm less than you that's exactly it you know like absolutely your body your choice I'm very pro like plastic surgery and like anything else that you want to do like if it makes you feel better about yourself whatever for it um but yeah, I have an issue when people have plastic surgery done or some sort of work done, and not only do they not admit to it, but then they like promote all these products mm-hmm. and pretend that those are the reasons why. Yeah. It's like, there are going to be people who are like, oh, like, judgy about it, mm-hmm. but then like, the people who are there like supporting you and buying the things you buy are going to be like, oh, they're being honest. <laughs> I, like, I just, I don't know how, I mean, like, I don't think any of the Kardashians really have, like, consciences at this point, but it's, like, I don't know how, like, how in good conscience you can, like, sit there and promote, like, 
tummy teas and, you know, shapewear and, you know, like, lip kits and Mm -hmm. stuff and being like, oh, I mean, like, if you use this, then you'll look the way I do. When it's like, you know, like, well and good that that's not why you look the way that you do. And also Kylie's new, like, skincare thing, like the face scrub or whatever. I'm like, you don't use that, ma'am. That's, you would never use that. That's the other thing, you know? It's like, and obviously, you know, I feel like a lot of the fans of the Kardashians, especially, like, Kylie, um, are, like, younger girls who are, like, impressionable. And so it's like, yeah, obviously, like, somebody like you or me, like, we're at an age and, you know, we know enough to be like, okay, like, this that's is unrealistic. Yeah. Like, if I use this face wash, I'm not going to look like Kylie yeah. Jenner. But obviously there are younger people out there that are more impressionable and they're not necessarily, like, thinking that critically about things, yeah. and so you're just like, oh, well, like, if Kylie made it, like, she uses it, then, like, I should use it. Like, a hundred percent, without a doubt in my mind, if I had Instagram at, like, 12, 13, yeah. that would have been me. I would have been like, well, that I'm doing that, and that's not happening for me. Exactly. So, like, God, thinking about having Instagram at, like, 13 stresses me out. No, like, I truly, because, like, Instagram, like, came on the scene, like, when we were just finishing high school, so Mm -hmm. we were, like, 17, 18 years old. I'm so happy that I did not have it a minute sooner, because if I had had that throughout all of high school, or even, like, late elementary school, like, I would have been more fucked up than I already am. (laughs) No, like, 100%, it would have been bad. Imagining having Instagram in elementary school makes me have heart palpitations. Oh, yeah. It, like, like, it's a very specific kind of anxiety. The bullying that would have happened. Yeah, I was bullied enough just, like, on MSN Messenger. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and also real, real life. life. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, no, I can't imagine yeah. Instagram. At least or... real life bullying you should go home from. Exactly. Like, Instagram just follows you there. No, that's horrifying. So I really do feel for, like, younger kids now yeah. that are, like, growing up with this from such an early age. Because I just, I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there are probably, like, tons of studies on, like, the brain, brain development, development and, like, the impact of Instagram and social media and stuff. Because it's just, um, it's, it's just, like, the good. instant validation from things and then instant, like, oh, like, my friends like me because I'm making fun of this person. Or exactly. Like, oh, scary. Yeah, so I don't know, I guess the, like, moral of all of this is... <laughs> like how your, it just turned into... Um, nothing is real. Art is a lie. Art is a lie, nothing, nothing is, is real. real. Like, literally, though, like, Instagram is just one big, like, fake Yeah, everyone just puts, like, puts, like, fun stuff up. No one's, like, posting pictures. Sorry, I like, stress my like, life. <laughs> no one's posting pictures of their, like... Well, some people are posting pictures of the breakdown, for sure. Yeah. It's, like, I... It's funny, because, like, obviously, like, Instagram is, like, very much one way, and then, like, Twitter is very much the yeah. other. It's kind of, like, the, like, <laughs> expectation versus reality <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and so it's, like, I appreciate the people that I follow on both Instagram and Twitter, yeah. where it's, like, I feel like I get, like... Two different Kind types. of it's the, the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, you know, on Instagram, it's, like, here's this, like, cute selfie of me. Or, like, here's, like, a yeah. fun travel pic. And then on Twitter, it's, like, this is why I'm depressed. <laughs> you're, like, great. And it's, like, I bus. appreciate <laughs> that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it's so hard to, you know, not compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. And not put that pressure on yourself. Because it's, like, honestly, like, there's no one in my life right now that is putting pressure on me <coughs> to do anything. No one's just like, oh, you need to be doing this, or you need to be doing that, yeah. or like, why haven't you done this yet? There's no one in my life that is putting that pressure on me, except for myself. Yeah. And it's strictly just because I, you know, will see people on Instagram that are doing this, that, the other thing, yeah. and I'm just like, well, why am I not doing that? Yeah. Why am I not on a Euro trip right now? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but literally, it's so accurate like just like no one else is doing anything but I'm like I have to what's up why am I bad at things so I don't know 25 is like a really weird age so far I'm only like a day into (laughs) it right now but um, it's it's weird but you know it's it's good it's good I think you're doing solidly I like 99% 99% As an outsider. 99% of the time, I think so, too. Yeah. It's, like, if I'm able to take a step back and yeah. kind of, like, not get so in my head about it, I'm just, like, yeah, I think 
I am doing what the average 25-year-old should be doing. Yeah. I'm just living my life, minding my own business. Yeah. Um, but then they're like, you know, the worms in my brain, like, yes. they come out and play occasionally. <laughs> the worms. The worms are on fire. I love referring to them as worms. Yeah. That's really helpful. So we become, like, a new thing <laughs> It just, for like, us. describes it perfectly. Yeah. It's just like, well, I know it, but the, the worms, yeah. they're present. They are ever present. present. <laughs> the worms are, are ever present. present. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Um, if any of you have turned 25 this year, or are turning 25... Or if you have turned 25 in the past, <laughs> let me know how let, you feel. <laughs> let us know how you feel about 25 or how you felt about turning 25. Because it just seems like a milestone yeah. and it makes me uncomfortable. It made me super uncomfortable on my birthday because I was like, it feels like a milestone, but like to no one else it felt like a milestone. I was like, it's like a big deal. And yeah. I just felt like it was just like... It's, like, a weird time. I almost kind of wish that was how, like, people had treated it for me, though. Like, honestly, this year I wanted nothing more than to just kind of, like, ignore my birthday for, you know, multiple reasons. But, I mean, like, it is a big deal. So it's, like, it should be treated as such. But at the same time, I was just kind of, (laughs) like, I don't want to draw attention to this. Please don't look at me. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a weird one. Mm -hmm. I agree. I concur. Because it's like, like, what's the next big birthday after this? 30. 30. 3 zero. That makes me want to vomit. Like, truly. Like, not even joking. Like, mm. I feel like I'm going to hurl. When yeah. I think about that. To garf, if you will. <laughs> it's just like, I like, truly I want to garf a Chino. It's like, so it's like, we're 25. So like, five years ago, we were like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. I just, like, that to me seems like just yesterday. Yeah. Like, the fact that that, like, I was 20 now five years ago. Yeah. Is distressing to me. No, it really, like, I'm like, sorry, when? When did this happen? Like. Who? Who's 25? It's like, I'm now, I'm as close to being, you know, 19 as I now am to being 30. Yeah. I agree. The worms. The worms in my brain are having a field day. Crunch, crunch. Monch, monch. Um, yeah, anyway, this past weekend was uh, Pride in Toronto. Um, which is fun and exciting. Um, I had never been to Pride, any of the festivities or the parade or anything like that, just because A, um, not my space to take up, Mm -hmm. um, and B, I just, like, didn't live in a convenient location to, there. like, go there. Yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry. But this year, like, I'm now living, like, right in the heart in of the it bed. all. <laughs> and it's so dead summer. I had quite the eventful weekend. So Friday night, um, like, went out with, like, Zoe and some other friends to do, like, a little, like, pre-birthday celebration, which was delightful. So thank you to everyone that came out for that. You're welcome. Um, and then Saturday, Katie and I were like, hey, we're gonna have, like, a super chill day. We are going to relax, because we had, like, we were planning on going to the parade on Sunday, um, and, like, we'd gone out Friday, so we're like, we just want to chill on Saturday, like, take it easy, like, we're not leaving the house, like, that was our big thing. So, we were like, oh, we should, like, order food for lunch. Um, so we, like, both order food. And it's, like, on the way, and we're, like, well, and, like, we're gonna have, like, a bit of an issue getting to our place, just because, like, streets were closed in, like, for Pride and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, they could have just parked a little further away and, like, walked it to, like, there was ways to get the food to us. Also, a lot of, food delivery services, people are on bikes. Exactly. So, you can still get for a lot of bikes. It was just one of those things where I was just, like, yes, it might be, like, moderately more inconvenient, but also, like, you can find a way around Mm -hmm. it. So, after waiting for, like, ages, our food has been, like, on the way forever, and it's just, like, we can see, like, on the map that they just, like, can't figure out where to go. We, like, both get calls being, like, oh, we've canceled your order, and, like, we're gonna refund you because, like, the driver can't get to you. 
Like, keep in mind, like, they were on the way with the food. Like, they had the food, so I'm just like, I hope you enjoyed your free meal that you got to eat because you couldn't deliver it to me. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed your shawarma. Shawarma. So, that was, like, mildly irritating because it was, like, all we wanted. We're like, we just want to order food and, like, hang out at home. Yeah. So, we're like, okay, plan B. We'll order the food to a different address and walk over and go get it. So... We ordered it to an address on a street that, according to the map, wasn't closed. So we order it. We see that it's, like, almost yeah. there. So we're like, okay, we're just going to walk down to the end of the street to go pick it up. So we both were just wearing, like, around-the-house clothes. We yeah. had, like, big old T-shirts on, no bra, wearing, like, track pants, like, no underwear, yeah. flip-flops. <laughs> my hair was in a fun bun, like, on the top of my head. Like, we looked, like, a mess. Like, we looked like a mess. And so we walked down to the end of the street, and we realized that the street we're going to is closed. So the food can't get to us at our new location. So we're like, okay, okay, no worries, no worries. That's that's fine, that's fine. (laughs) Well, this is, uh, you know, slightly of an inconvenience, but, you know, it's fine. So we're, like, messaging the drivers, being like, hey, like, we'll walk down Mm. to, like, Young and Gerard. (laughs) <laughs> to meet you and yeah. pick up our food. So we jaunt down, <laughs> just walking down Young Street, looking like big old messes. <laughs> Everyone around us is like out for pride. Some people are in kick-ass outfits. People look beautiful. People are looking great. And we look like we just rolled out of bed, hung over as hell, which neither of us even were, but just like the biggest messes. We're just like jaunting down Young Street. We get down to Young and Gerard. My driver's just like, oh, it's going to take me 27 minutes to get there. I'm like, bitch, what, where are you? What have you yeah. been doing for the past, like, 20 minutes that it's yeah. taking me to walk down here? So I was just getting increasingly more frustrated. And so I was like, honestly, like, fuck it. Like, just cancel my order. Like, yeah. just refund me. We were able to find Katie's driver, yeah. so she got her food. So that was good. But then at this point, I was like, well, I still don't have food. Yeah. It's now been, like, Two hours since we started yeah. this whole endeavor. I haven't eaten. And so we're like, we're on Young Street. There's so many places yeah. to get food. But because we thought we were walking down to the end of the street. You didn't bring your Didn't bring my wallet with me. So all I had with me, luckily, I had my phone with me. And so I had, like, Apple Pay on my phone. And so I was just like, well, I just need to go somewhere that has to have. Yeah. So there's a Taco Bell at, like, <laughs> college, young in college. And so I was like, fuck it, that's all yeah. I want at this point. I just want Taco Bell. So luckily they take tap, and so I was able to pay for my Taco Bell meal, which also Katie then get, ended up getting Taco Bell, so it was like a $63 Taco Bell order. So I was, like, able to pay for it with Apple Pay. And then we went across the street and got slushies from 7-Eleven, and they took tap, too. And I was just like... Oh my god. And then we had to walk all the way back home amidst like the craziness of Young Street. And at that point, part of it had been reopened. Like it had been closed for like a shorter period of time. And like by the time we were walking back home, it was like open again. (laughs) So they could have gone. Yeah. (laughs) It was truly like the most ridiculous outing of my life. That's a pretty like long walk. It it was like, like. it was one of those things, like, if, if I had been prepared for it, it would have yeah. been fine. But I thought I was walking to the end of the street. No. So no. that was super fun. And then on Sunday, we went to the Pride Parade, which was a blast. Um, and afterwards, we, like, came back home for a little bit. And then we're like, oh, like, we're hungry. Like, let's go out and grab food. And so we both decided that we want to Taco Bell again. Because it's there. Of course. So we walked down, this time armed with, you know, various payment methods and all of that stuff. We get there. It's, like, busy-ish because I think, like, quite a few people stopped by, like, as they were leaving the parade and stuff. And so we're there and um, we're, like, waiting in line. And I'm in front of Katie. So, like, they the cash opens up. So I go up and order my food. And then I move over. And then Katie goes up to order her food. And then the cashier just goes, oh, we're actually not serving Taco Bell anymore. (laughs) Like, I was the last person that they served at, like, it's one of those, like, Taco Bell KFC hybrids. They're like, no, we're not, we're not serving Taco Bell anymore. We're, we're only drinking chicken. I would have screamed. Like, I, I would have just been like, okay. 
No, that's fine. Left over the Because it was one of those things, it wasn't even just like, oh, we're like right by Taco yeah. Bell, let's just stop it and get food. It was like, we made a trip especially yeah. for it, and Katie was like, this is what oh, I want. Man. We get there, and no, no more Taco Bell. So. She just jumps behind the crack and grabs the sauce gun. And just... Honestly, though. So luckily, she was able to get like some stuff from KFC, and then one of the things that I ordered from Taco Bell, I gave it to her, because like it was what she wanted <laughs> anyway, and I was like, you can have it. Like, I want you to have it. So, we get our, like, fucking ridiculous orders from Taco Bell slash KFC, and then we go across the street to get slushies again. <laughs> and all Katie wanted was an orange slushie, which they had had the day prior when we <laughs> took our jaunt down there. I've already heard this, but it's still making me laugh again. It's just truly a comedy <laughs> error. So, we, like, go to get our slushies, we go in, and Katie goes, where's the orange? <laughs> The orange was gone. She was gone, girl. It just disappeared in the 24 hours that we had been there last. The orange, we've never had that flavor. That flavor's been closed for, for 40, 40 years. years. Oh. So it was definitely just like a comedy of errors. And it was like, I've had that happen to me where it's just like, it just seems like nothing will go yeah. right. And you're like, great. Yeah, no, why would I want a slushie? You're, you're like, right. No, you're right. On second thought, I, I don't want it. It's fine. Joke's on you. I never even wanted it in the first place, so. It's funny. Ha. Funny that you think ha. I would. Ha. So. That's fun. Yeah, so those were our fun experiences. The weekend actually was, like, a blast, though. Um, but those were just um, some trials and tribulations some that things. we faced. I didn't go to the parade because my lungs stopped working. For the weekend. Well, not for the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Except Zoe's lungs. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. That was my blasty blast. Zoe, um, like last week, like Zoe was coughing a lot. <laughs> and I was like, That's like not normal. No. She's like, ah, oh, it's just allergies. It's just you allergies. Know. And I was like, okay. And then like when we went out on Friday for my birthday, like she was like really coughing. Oh yeah, it was bad. I thought I was gonna hurl at your house. <laughs> Like, she was, like, really, like, coughing up a lung, and I was like, I don't think that's allergies. <laughs> and then on Saturday morning, she was, like, texting me, and I was just like, um, like, maybe bronchitis. I was like, perhaps, maybe you should seek professional help, because I feel like your symptoms are, like, right. are right. potentially problematic. A little bit. <laughs> And then I did, because I was like, oh, shoot, it sounds like I have bronchitis. But I don't. It's just my asthma. My asthma. That asthma. That asthma. Yeah. Just having an asthma flare-up. We're just living and loving and being sensual and beautiful. (laughs) Just (laughs) just with your asthma. Coughing up a storm. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. We love it. It's dope. But, but I watched all of Katie's snap, Snapchats, nope, Instagram stories, and all of Logan's Instagram I thought stories. you were just going to say all of Katie's, and I was like, oh, did you not watch mine? <laughs> <laughs> but hers were there first on I my know. Phone. She was, like, actually posting, like, during the parade, whereas, like, I just took videos <laughs> and posted them after the fact. And your phone was not working. Well, yeah, because I, so, like, a lot of times, like, if I'm, like, recording something, if I go to a concert, I, like, record in the Instagram app, and then I save the videos. Mm-hmm. And then I post them when I get home, just because I like to make sure that you can't hear me singing yeah. in the background. <laughs> it's wise. Um, so that's what I was trying to do at the Pride Parade. And so, like, I had taken a couple of videos, and, like, when I went to go save them, it was, like, Instagram just, like, completely froze. And, like, I couldn't do anything. And, like, all I could do was, like, close, like, force close yeah. the app. And so I lost, like, a couple of videos that I took, which was a bummer. So then I just started recording them, like, on the actual, mm-hmm. like, camera on my phone instead. And I was like, well, this is... the formatting gets weird sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, but why do I have to put it that way? It's, yeah, it's kind of annoying. But, you know, I'm just, like, <laughs> making it through. You're so brave. But I, I felt like I was there just because I was like... Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I feel like between the two of us, we definitely like uh, documented it yeah. quite well. How <laughs> pleased? Yeah, about it's like good. I get to see it. Yeah, it's honestly just as well that you weren't there because like you probably would have gotten just as badly sunburned yeah. as Katie did. So, uh, 
your pasty pals. That, speaking, we were talking about Race Chaser before we started recording, but that part of Race Chaser where they were talking about people going to Pride for the first time, they're like, send us your Pride sunburns. And I was like, why is that wow. literally Katie and I? It's the shoes. The triangle. Oh the my god. And they were talking about, like, someone sent a picture of their feet. They were, like, fun sandals. Uh, and they had just all these, like, tiny triangles oh on their feet. Oh my god. I remember one time in Florida, I didn't put sunscreen on my feet. So I was like, why would I put sunscreen on my feet? Like, I just didn't see anything. Yeah, yeah. To do. And then that's the only place that I got sunburn, and it was so bad. It was so painful. Uh, it was, like, bright red. Uh, and then, of course, had the, like, flip-flop. Oh, yeah. Thing. And I was like, that's fashion. Dare I say? It's camp. Camp. High camp. High, high drag. Yeah, all of the above. Of it. No, I got, like, quite a sunburn, like, on my head. Because oh. <laughs> I had my hair parted down the middle and then, like, pulled back. And so, like, there's just, like, a strip oh. across the top of my head that, like, I can tell is really burnt. Because every time I, like, scratch it really? or, like, brush my <laughs> hair, it's just, like, Evil. They are. And I don't care for them. That's my hot take. That's a hot take. Hot take. Comedy. I, know, I decided to just like <laughs> punch, punch the, the table. table a few times. You got it sometimes. You, you simply, simply must. I also got, I remember getting a sunburn in high school on the back of my neck here, mm. and then it was like peeling, and I was like, everyone's gonna see it. And then, of course, someone in the class was like, Ew, what's happening to the bang in your neck? And I was like, it's a sunburn. Who said that? I'll tell you. <laughs> I think we should put them on blast it. on the podcast. I will not. I simply... I will. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. That's a song. Says you. Oh, I had a feeling it was going to be that person. And you know what? I won't put them on blast. <laughs> Because I feel like my relationship with them has gotten better <laughs> in the years post-high school. Yeah. So, so that's very much who they were. In high school. At that time. To me, especially. Yeah. It's like a weird, I was like, are we friends or do you not like me? Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. Very odd. Very, very weird. 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 <laughs> oh my god, wait. Speaking of... Not really bullying, but speaking of bullying. Speaking of bullying. <laughs> twice in this episode. Someone who used to very much bully me in elementary school for being chunky. Girlfriend is now a little chunky. And I'm like, huh. Oh my god. I'm just gonna find a picture if there's a picture. I need to see. I mean... Interesting. Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Someone from elementary school. <laughs> just someone from, just someone from elementary school. I mean, I don't know them because we didn't go to the same <laughs> elementary school, so. But I saw that on Facebook the other day and I was like, yeah. Well, yeah. it's, I feel like that's, there's always some sort of like, just like sweet victory. Yeah. And like when you were bullied for something, especially if it was like weight related. Yeah. And then, like, looking back years later, and you're like, oh, and now you, you two are also chunky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's just kind of yeah. like, uh... Yeah. I know, it, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like the, it's like like the a karmic success. energy right? that you, you deserve. It's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's funny. I'm not mad, I just think it's funny. I just think it's Remember when you made fun of me for being fat, and, and now oh. you yourself? Oh, right back. That's weird. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Oh. It was just important to get out. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> I feel like we talk about that a lot. Like, there was, you were talking about a girl that we went to high school yeah. with, and, like, she kind of used to low-key bully yeah. you, and, like, now she's also chunky. And it's like... <laughs> like that's what you get, you sweet, dummy. Sweet victory. <laughs> yeah. You know? I just laugh to keep these people <laughs> in their place. One day we'll get that. <laughs> I believe. Do you think that any of them listen to the podcast? I wouldn't be surprised if they do that thing that we do where we listen to things or like <laughs> to make fun of yeah. it, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like if any, I'm thinking of, like, a very specific group of people, I feel like if any of them were to, it would be, um, 
Miss Halei Duff. Yes. I feel like she probably, like... Definitely. Also, her name isn't Halei Duff. <laughs> it's just at one point in time, she tried to type Hillary Duff and typed Halei. Halei. So, that's the greatest actor of all time. Um, I feel like she, like, low-key might. So. Oh, I feel like, yeah. So, Shout out to you. Listen, if the girl who called Zoe a cunt on the internet is listening. <laughs> shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Ew, my knee. The back of my knee is very sweaty and oh. I just wiped it from the front of my knee. And you witnessed it all. Yeah. Watched on in horror. Gross. Nice. <laughs> Some thigh slapping noises. Uh, Some thigh slapping good time. Top of the fight to Top of the fight yeah. That was an episode title. It was. Real things <laughs> happening. Teen Vogue. What Teen you Vogue. do? Teen Vogue was doing very well for a little bit with their, um... Teen Vogue is out here talking about, like, Marxism yeah. and, like, capitalism and, like, overthrowing the patriarchy, and I respect yeah. that. And then... I think this is on Snapchat. Um, They posted... First of all, it's a picture of someone that they didn't ask to use. Because after, when I was seeing all this, someone was like, this is a picture of my body and my hands and all this stuff. Yeah, I I saw that. Yikes. So they used somebody's image without their consent. Yeah, so that's the first no-go. Then it says, myth. Body positivity is just for fat girls. Some of the most vocal voices about body positivity are people who are plus size and female identifying. And that leads to lots, everything I'm saying emphasizes in all caps, uh-huh. just so you know, <laughs> of people assuming that a requirement for being body, being positive about your body or getting involved is that you have to be a fat woman or girl. This isn't true. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, someone I follow whose name on Twitter is Merqueen Jade. Come through. Um, posted this thread that's very good. And it says, Oh, hi Teen Vogue. This is trash and I'm going to tell you why. Body positivity is a political movement that began as fat liberation by fat black and brown women. Decentering fat women from a movement that they created to include everyone while fat phobia is still rampant is a mess. Body positivity is supposed to be a political movement that fights the systematic oppression that fat people face daily. It's about much more than self-love. Body positivity that doesn't center fat babes is just another place for thin people to feel good about their bodies in a society that already celebrated them. Self-love does not equal body positivity. Body positivity is about fighting systematic oppression, but it has been diluted by people who wanted... People who... Wait, where did it come? But it has been diluted by people who wanted to be included, who have pushed the people who started the movement out. And see. <laughs> see. Yeah. It's just... We talk about it all the time. Because it's like it's not... It's not about you. And that's okay that it's not about you. Not everything has to be. I was having a similar conversation, not about body positivity, but just about um, white people's need to yeah. like be a part of everything. And it's just like, there are certain things that just aren't for you as a person. Mm-hmm. That's completely fine. Yeah. You don't need to be a part of every single thing. No. And I just wish that more people would understand that, especially like thin women. Yeah. Thin white women. Thin- it's just like I I was seeing a tweet too going around like the other day mm-hmm. that turned into a whole argument too because it was that thing that was like thin person like I feel upset about my body and uh, like literally everyone was like eat a cheeseburger people love you and I was like whoa 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 I I whoa. just think that like uh people just like don't know how to have like a nuanced conversation no. about this because it's like yes are like do thin people face some sort of like negativity about their body sometimes yes. yes because i knew people growing up who always got that they're like oh my god you're so skinny you're like anorexic like you can just eat whatever you want like go like eat you clearly don't eat like stuff like that so i'm not saying that thin people don't face negativity about their body mm-hmm. but they're not like oppressed yeah for their bodies yeah so like there's a difference yeah like people who are 
thin, and people would say are, like, too thin as, yeah. like, a negative thing towards their body, mm-hmm. can, um, like, go to the doctor and have someone, like, help them at the doctor without being like, it's because you're too skinny. Yeah. Or they can go into a clothing store and find something that fits them. Maybe not always, but every store will have the option. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like, a, I feel like a good comparison would be, like, Skinny shaming isn't a thing. Like, no. let's just throw that out there. Just, like, reverse racism isn't a thing. So yeah. it's like, you can't be racist to white people. You can be mean to white yes. people, but you can't be racist because yeah. racism is, like, a systematically, yeah. like, systematical, systematical? <laughs> Love that. I think that's the new thing. It's grease lightning. Um, <laughs> like, ah, racism is based on, like, systematic oppression. Yeah. And white people historically have not been systematically oppressed. The same goes for thin people. Yeah. Can you be, like, mean to thin people? Sure. Sure. But you can't be, like, discriminatory towards (laughs) them the way that people are towards fat people. Like, you're not going to, like, get denied a job because you're too skinny. You're not going to get denied healthcare because you're too skinny. Like, (laughs) it's different. It's different. It's not nice that people are like, eat a burger. You look anorexic. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because at the end of the day, there is still one very specific body type that Mm -hmm. is kind of held up as, like, the golden standard, and it's a lot closer to that of somebody who's told that they should eat a cheeseburger. Yeah. 100%. I saw a tweet today. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick before the point loses itself. (laughs) Um, But it was actually, it was that Gillette ad that we talked about a while ago, Um, and somebody I follow on... Twitter, not that it's loading. <laughs> there we go. Um, so I follow Beth McCall, McCall on Twitter. Um, and she, <coughs> sorry, if any of this would load. My oh my god, the Wi Fi here is such a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I live in a black hole. Um, okay. Oh, oh, is it there? Oh, oh, and I, and I, oh, and I, oh, and I, now I just need to try to find it now that we've gotten it to load. There's also a lovely, Ooh. like, banging sound <laughs> from outside that I don't know entirely Any about. minute. Is this, like, even still here? <laughs> she probably deleted it. Like, I've... Oh. It's gone. Oh. Forever. We lost it. Okay. Oh, so the original tweet, I think, got deleted. Um, but it was... Yeah, I think they deleted it. But basically, somebody was tweeting about that Gillette ad, and mm-hmm. they were being negative about it, of course. Um, I think it was something like oh, like, would you promote anorexia the way that you promote obesity? Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of, like, the gist yeah. of it. Battle. And so Beth said, one, existing in a fat body is not the opposite of existing in a body with an eating disorder, which I feel like is a very important distinction oh, to yes. make. Like, people like to liken oh, the yes. two, but they're not no. opposites no, of no, each no. other. Uh, two, anorexia does not look like emaciation, or does not just look like emaciation, because people love to be like, well you must be anorexic or you must not be anorexic. Um, And three, just say a joyful fat person makes you uncomfortable and go. Go, That's it. That's all it ever is. You can try to like play it off as anything else, but that's all it ever is. And then somebody, I don't like it. Somebody replied to it with LMAO what? It isn't just fat. It's obese, which is really unhealthy. Just like anorexia. And then in brackets, take into account for both diseases, there are cases which are more or less serious, depending on how much higher or lower your body mass is from what it should be. And then Beth replied, you're pathological, pathologizing, 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 there we go. We got there. Pathologizing fat people to feel better about a prejudice you have. Also, anorexia is not a body type and body mass tells you about as much about somebody's overall health as their grip strength. Thanks, though. <laughs> See yourself out. Thank you. There's a lot of, like, people replying to it, and she, like, replies to a few more yeah. with, like, just, like, facts on facts. <laughs> I love when I see responses like that, because I'm like, ha, you're arguing with the wrong person. <laughs> like, exactly. they're ready. And it's, like, it's nice to see, because Beth is, like, a straight-sized woman, so it's just, mm-hmm. like, nice to see her out there, yeah. like, being support. Like, that's what the body positive movement is about. Mm-hmm. Stop a straight-sized white woman <laughs> educating people yeah. and being like, actually, you're fucking stupid yeah. if you think this. Yeah. Just the word obese is not good. No. Like, that doesn't tell you anything. Because, like, 
BMI is not real. <laughs> like, we, we, we have exhausted this. We've exhausted this. So early on in the podcast. It was, like, episode number two. Like, BMI. More like BMI. <laughs> Literally, though, like, I forget. I think it was on Twitter, but it was, like, by judging by BMI, The Rock is obese. Yeah. Now, look at The Rock. He's probably the most physically fit yeah. person on the planet. But technically, he's obese. Because BMI, I mean, like, I could be, like, misremembering this, but isn't it strictly just based on your weight and height? Yes. Which, like, doesn't take into account muscle mass no. and stuff no. like that? Or, like, like it's just, yeah, like, The Rock is probably, he probably weighs a shit ton because yeah. he's so muscular. Yeah. And muscle weighs more than fat, as we all know. You're dumb. <laughs> That's it's, it? Yeah, it's uh, truly amazing, and I yeah, I don't know. Thin white women just need to, like, stop co-opting the body-positive movement. It's just, like, if you were to go through that tag, you all you're going to see is thin white women mm-hmm. in front of their mirrors yeah. in, like, nice, like, loungewear, like, maybe, like, a loose tank top and yeah. some nice, like, Calvin Klein underwear yeah. and, like, a single roll. And just paragraphs upon paragraphs of just yeah. why they're brave yes. for having a role. Yes. Where are the fat people? I, yeah, I don't know. And then I feel like people, like, that pounding is really fun and exciting. And then I feel like, you know, people kind of, like, they pick, like, their their body positive icon of the moment. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's Lizzo right now. Yes. Like, every thin white woman loves Lizzo. Yeah. And they're like, I've also got the juice. <laughs> I, too, have had the juice. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, like, I'm sure Lizzo appreciates the support and, like, it's, it's good. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> it's just... It's funny when that happens, especially with, like, Lizzo, because it's, like, um, I just feel like all the people, maybe not all the people, some of the people, um, if there were to be, like, a meme mm-hmm. or something with just, like, someone who looked like Lizzo yeah. doing something, like, scandalous or being, like, I just feel like they'd be the first people to be, like, ha look at this fat person doing a thing wrong. Yeah. Like, I also think that, like, we just need to be mindful of, like, like who we kind of, who we think are, like, acceptable fat people. Yeah. It's, like, Lizzo, who's, like, stunningly gorgeous. Yes. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. she's, like, she's kind of got, like, that Ashley Graham thing going on, where yeah. it's, like, she's just, like, drop-dead gorgeous. But it's, like, are you also, like, putting in the work and the time for fat people who are just, like, average-looking? <laughs> or, like, you, like, because, like, fat people, regardless of how, like, stunningly beautiful they are or not, like deserve respect and so you can't just like pick and choose like when you want to be like a body positive icon you know um also just like the tweet i was just talking about the tweet that you sent me the other day where it was like the that trick the oh, vietnam that yeah. oh god i was literally thinking that earlier there was like a, a tweet um <laughs> that I saw, and it was basically, the person was like, I don't understand why, like, as a fat person, I get, like, called brave all the time. Like, people treat me like I'm, like, a war veteran or something. <laughs> why do you for just existing. people like they're Vietnam war vets? And, it, and then, like, beside <laughs> it was, like, a screenshot of a tweet that, like, Jamila Jamil or whatever from The Good Place had sent, I think, to Lizzo. Lizzo yeah. Or, like, had quote retweeted being like, oh my god, that was... What a beautiful performance. Like, you are just, like, so powerful. Like, it was just so, like... It's like, would you be saying that to, like, Rihanna? No. You probably wouldn't be using the same language, so... Like, Ariana Grande goes out on stage, wears, like, corseted things. Yeah. Like, underwear things and big boots, things like that. Yeah. Lizzo does that. Mm -hmm. And people are like, you're rave. (laughs) Yeah. You're bold. You're beautiful. You are my brave, bold, you are my woman. hero. You are my shiro. You are the wind beneath my wings. Who gave you permission? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, um, and it's like, know. it is, like, not to be like, Lizzo, you're not brave. <laughs> it is, like, it's, 
considering the way things are, it's a lot to put yourself on a stage where you're, like, open to criticism. Absolutely. Also, people just, like, just say, I don't find you attractive, and I think it's interesting that you're on a stage and that you think you're attractive. Like, that's that's what all the tweets come across as. That's what the underlying thing is, because, like you said, no one bats an eyelash if, like, a thin woman goes on stage wearing next to nothing. Yeah. But if a fat woman does it, like, it's just, there's such, like, there's yeah. always a bigger conversation yeah. around it, no pun intended, <laughs> but it's always just, like, we have to talk about it's it. You're brave. Did anyone tell you that? You know, like, it's just, like you said, like, Ariana Grande goes on stage and wears a corset yeah. or whatever, and it's, like, well, crickets. Fine, yeah. Lizzo does it, and it's, like, oh, my <laughs> God. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing that vine where it's, like, it's happening, and it's, someone grabs yeah. a gun out of the drawer? Like, literally, Like, though. it's that. And it's, like, yes, I do think that, like, as a fat woman, like, going on stage and, like, not wearing a lot of clothing or, like, wearing something that's, like, sexy or provocative, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, honestly, like, that is kind of, like, groundbreaking. Like, groundbreaking and, like, a super, like, radical act because, like, obviously, just society. (laughs) Um, But it's, like, we we just need to get to a point where, like, it's not anymore and it's just, like, okay, whatever, (laughs) like. And you'd never, never sound genuine when, like, when people do it. No. Like, you're so, like, brave, I guess, is the word I would use. Like, I could never, but you somehow do it, so that's cool. That's the thing, because it's, like, you know, calling somebody brave for daring to exist while being fat isn't a compliment, (laughs) because, like, basically the underlying message of that is, oh, but you've been told so many times that you shouldn't be doing this, and here you are still doing it. Stupid, stupid fool. That's so brave of you. That's cute. Like, it's... You know, it's basically telling them, oh, but I thought you couldn't or yeah. shouldn't do this. And here you are doing it. That's wacky. I would say. Good for you. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's, yeah. <laughs> Please stop. And also, like, be mindful if you are a thin person who wants to be involved in, like, body positivity stuff. Like, no one is saying that you can't be involved in it. Okay, God forbid you tell someone no. <laughs> that like, you, oh, can't you can't be involved. But just, like, like the tweet I was reading, like, self-love and body positivity are not the same thing. If you want to post a picture of yourself in front of a mirror showing your one role and be like, you know, this sometimes I don't like, but today I like it. Hashtag self love, like whatever. Yes. But don't pretend that's some radical thing. It's not. No. It's not at all. <laughs> Even a little bit. Those posts do nothing for me except make me mad. Well, because they're doing like, nothing for the body positive no. movement, which, as previously mentioned, was like a legitimate thing mm-hmm. that started because of black and brown women. Yeah. Shocking. White people <laughs> ruined something else. It's what we're good at. Yeah, no, we do succeed in it, I would say. Oy vey. Oy vey is right. <laughs> the biggest voice. Um, it's the first episode. Did you know that? The first episode. It's the last episode of the month. So that means favorites. <laughs> this time, both of us were unprepared. Uh, yeah, it's, it's normally... <laughs> Just me. <laughs> normally, I'm so on top of it, because, like, I yeah. love doing favorites. Yeah. Like, it's always, like, I my favorite part of doing a podcast, I love telling people what I like. <laughs> um, and so it's usually me, like, the day or so leading up to the episode being like, oh, like, don't forget, like, it's the last episode of the month, like, get your favorites yeah. ready. And it's always, oh, right, favorites. And then still fail to do anything about we, that. We were sitting in Zoe's room before we started recording this, and she was like, it's the last episode of the month. You have to do favorites. And I was like, just looked at her like, what? what? But technically I said, it's the it's our first episode. Oh, and yeah. a long pause. As I was just staring at her like, the first, first episode of what? <laughs> you know. Like, I, tr- I truly thought that, like, we had, like, decided to do, like, a yeah. new segment or something. Yeah. Like, it's the first, first episode, episode of... we're doing that thing. I was like, what did we do to um, Yeah, it's the last episode of the month, so it's time for June favorites. <laughs> Zoe, take it away. <laughs> my favorite is um smashing my phone against the counter. Um, I quickly wrote down three things. Great. Um, one is on Netflix. 
And I feel like I don't remember if I talked about it or not. Here, I know I talked about it to you. Get away from me. <laughs> to you. Um, the characters on Netflix. Right. Which is like comedians. I think there was eight of them. They each get an episode to do like their own sketch show. And most of them were really funny. There was maybe two that I was like, I don't like this at all. There was one that I really did like. I don't remember his name. But it came out, I was like, no. <laughs> doing it for me. Did you tell me about that one? Yeah. yeah. It was just like, it went from Lauren Lapkus starting the episode to him. And then it was just like, none of the jokes were funny. Like, literally one of the sketches was him as a caveman making, um like, a sex doll out of rocks, and then he's just, like, going to town on it, but it starts a fire because of the friction, and then burns him alive. Like, that was one of his jokes. Comedy. That's, like, funny. And then one of them, he was literally in brown face. Right, yeah. Being, like, a, um, like, shawarma cart man. Great. A shawarma cart man. He was, like, he's a ginger man. Great. And he decided that in order to have a shawarma truck in his sketch, he needed to do brown face. Great. Okay. He's like, you could have just not. You could have just had a shawarma truck. But that's fine. Like, you do you. It's yeah. bad. You don't like it. Oh, another one was like, well, it was like, he's a mean person was like the moral of it. And he like, Almost, he gets, like, hit by a truck, and then he goes back and looks at himself through all these, like, times he's, like, a caveman, and then he's, like, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in the movie. So skip that part. The rest of them are really funny. <laughs> Just ignore that one. That one is bad. Um, and then I have a Twitter fave and yes. an Instagram fave. Logan knows about the Twitter one, because I keep sending them to her and reading them to her at lunchtime. And it's the Mondo mascot. Yes. So just an account that, like, tweets pictures and, like, little blurbs about all of these, like, Japanese mascots. And they're great. One of them was a tofu, what was that, hollow-eyed, booze-loving dog made of tofu. And that's me. And we love that. One was, like, ramen that looked worried. That was you. <laughs> that was me. And then one was a bunny with a piece of edamame stuck to its face. And that was our Alley. finale. So... <laughs> There's also an account on Instagram called Sad Animal Facts. Oh. And it's, no, it's cute. It's, like, little doodles, and it'll be, like, this, like, a fact about animals, and you're like, oh, that's weird. Like, there's a deer that marks its territory with tear. Oh. it's just, like... That's me. Sad Animal Facts. Like, here. It's so cute. Oh, wow. (laughs) No species of turtle races. It's young. (laughs) I tell myself my own bedtime story. This seems like a bummer. <laughs> it's cute. See, dick dicks mark the territory <laughs> with their tears. Oh, It's so cute. It makes me laugh. Rhinos make a screaming <coughs> sound to call for their friends when they're lost. Oh, I like it. It makes me laugh. That's cute. <laughs> Ravens spread negative emotions to each other. Damn, that's us. <laughs> We're ravens? <laughs> Japanese snow monkeys need spa time to relax. Me. This one is wild. If no seeds are available, vampire finches drink the blood of nearby birds. And then I had to Google them, and they're scary. Damn. (laughs) This has turned into just Zoe Shares. Weird animal facts. I mean, like, I feel like any time animals come up, it always turns into that. Yeah. Look. Ew. They're just, like... Chowing down on other birds. Ew. Uh, they're that's scary. Ew. So they just like bite them yeah. and they start bleeding and then they're, and then they're just like, ah. Like, that's not chill. Anyways, but that account is quite fun. So <laughs> For sad fact. animal facts. Yes. Or whatever you said. That's me. A horse can produce more than a gallon <laughs> of sweat an hour. Yeah. That's me. Those are sweat. my faves. Nice. Um, okay, so the faves that I managed to come up with, because I genuinely couldn't think of anything, although I did just remember something as we were doing this. That's good. Um, uh, on Netflix, Always Be My Maybe, oh. with Ali Wong and Randall Park and Keanu Reeves and Daniel Day Kim. 
uh, and um, others. Uh, it was really delightful. I am loving like the rom-com resurgence that's happening right now. The renaissance, if you will. <laughs> I will. Um, it's very cute. It's a fun little movie. Keanu Reeves absolutely just like steals the show. Like the scenes that he is in are hysterical. <laughs> um, so I'd highly recommend that. I still haven't watched that. I will. I highly recommend it. Um, so there's that. Also, uh, Katie and I have been rewatching Jersey Shore. Yes. Which has been delightful. We're currently on season four, which is when they're in Italy, which is like quite possibly the messiest season oh, of that show. Not when Mike gives himself a concussion. Yeah, and, and like bashes his head off the wall. Yeah, it's like you think he dies. Yeah. Um so rewatching Jersey Shore has been an absolute trip. I love that show. <laughs> I used to watch it religiously in high school. Like Thursday, Thursday was my gig. Like I would sit yeah. down and watch it every week. So it's been really fun to rewatch it and just um, make fun of what they wear and the way that they do their makeup and just like um, everything. Like Snooki in that first couple of okay seasons. Jay Wild oh in yeah. season one does not look like she showers for the entire time she's no. there. Her hair is, like, clumpy. It's just in a constant knot yeah. at the back of her head. It's truly amazing. Uh, the Sam and Rom, Ron dra- <laughs> drama is, like, like unparalleled. Run. It's just too much. So that's been super entertaining. Um, and then also I finished reading a book this month, a yes. book that I started reading in February, um, but I finished reading Needy by Samantha Irby. Who has a new book coming out next year, which I'm so excited about. Um, yeah, Meaty's her first book. I read her other one, uh, We Are Never Meeting in Real Life. I read that last year. <sighs> Truly one of my favorite writers. She's just so, so fucking good. So, <laughs> go read it. Meaty. Meaty. It's fun. What's the new one called? It has a bunny on it. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, something like, oh, like, no, okay, we, we, or no, <laughs> something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a green cover and it has a bunny on it. And it's very cute. Um, and it's coming out spring 2020. Baby. Yeah, it's called, wow, no, no thank, thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so. The bunny's so cute. Uh, yeah, those are my, those are my June favorites. We, um, we scrambled them together. Yeah. That was good. I think that was successful. Um, I had more unprepared than I do. Yeah. That's pretty solid. So... We're doing it. We're doing our best. Hell yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at honestlypod or facebook.com slash honestlypod. Um, you can email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home, because it will lead you nowhere. We have merch also on the website in a little merch tab, or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com and see our cute little cartoon faces on a bunch of different things. That's fun. So I think you should do that. You should definitely do that. Also, you should rate, review, and subscribe to us. Subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Potable Podcasts, other places. Um, If you do leave us a review, take a screenshot of it and email it to us, tweet it at us, whatever. Uh, and we'll send you a limited edition Honestly Pop sticker. Limdish, baby. Who wouldn't want that? A fool. That it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.